So one of the things I really enjoy is playing Doom 1993 because one, it doesn't take half as long to load. Two, it's a lot more customizable. And three, I guess one of the other things is that you can actually sort of, well, you can play each mission separate to the other one without kind of feeling one that you're getting a lot of story pushed at you all at once, which you can somewhat ignore with any game, especially with Doom 2016, where a lot of the plot is actually ignored by Doom Guy's character. He just sort of goes, kill demons, the end, you know. So, I mean, that's definitely a thing, but I know that at least with the original sort of well, guess with the original release of Doom, they, they had a sort of story card that would happen at the end. So it would happen more or less at the end of the end of the sort of mission, rather, so not the end of the mission, the end of the episode, where it just sort of goes, Doom guy killed demons, now this area has no demons. Pretty much that. Definitely one of the things I do love about the Doom franchise is how much it has actually evolved over the last 25 years. Definitely one of the things I remember... Uh, was being about three, well, I'm going to say three, I'm going to say four, five years old. I was definitely around four to seven years old, somewhere in there. I was a young kid. I was a kid. And my neighbours would always be playing Wolfenstein 3D, at least I think it was. I can't remember. But exact. I keep looking, I played Wolfenstein 3D, and it doesn't seem to remind me of anything, but at the same time, who knows? But yeah, definitely played Wolfenstein. They definitely were playing something along the lines of Wolfenstein 3D and Doom, so, you know, there's still a bit of my childhood that I remember at least going to my neighbours and watching it because my parents, video games are too violent, video games cause this, video games are that. The usual sort of thing. And it's a rhetoric that's, that has kind of existed since the 80s at the least. So, I mean, it's probably not something we're going to see at the end of for a very long time, especially with more and more sort of events happening where people claim that they, quote-unquote, trained for this using a, quote-unquote, violent video game. Doom was released. In, well, Doom was released originally in 1993, run free, roughly around the later sort of area. I think it was roughly December. I really need to look these things up. But one of the things that I remember about it was that it was released as shareware. So essentially... The first nine missions of episode one, so the entirety of episode one, which was made by uh, developer John Romero, who is not Todd Howard, to anyone who voted that in my poll um, on Facebook. But one of the things I know was that, yeah, no, Todd Howard, no, Todd Howard had nothing to do with it. John Romero had released the first nine uh, missions as shareware, which was roughly par for the course. So... What it was was that you would get a package online where it was you can play all of these levels as much as you like. Think of it like um, a demo, except it's one third of the entire game. And yeah, so they did that, which um, then the next sort of uh, couple of episodes were mail order only. So, well, they're mail order and then eventually were released as other sort of platforms, but more or less you were given a CD-ROM or a floppy disk, most likely a floppy disk, of the game itself, where essentially, yeah, you would load it up, you would kill demons, 
and you would shut it down. <sighs> it's sort of a thing that hasn't really changed too much. You can still port the game, which is when you essentially, well, you get a version, you download a sort of a way that essentially you can play it on what's known as an emulator, so where you play the game in a sort of a virtual place that pretends that it's an older oper- older or different operating system. So um, one of my favourite ones will have to be Chocolate Doom, which plays the game as close as it possibly can to the original release on MS-DOS way back in 1993, 25 years ago, about as old as I am. Well, a little bit older. One of the sort of games that if it wasn't for Doom, you wouldn't have Call of Duty. You wouldn't have, I can't think of any other shooters right now, Battlefield, that's basically Call of Duty. I'm hesitant to try and compare Doom to things like PUBG because I know that I will probably get headhunted for that. The shooter genre in general may not exist as it is now without Doom. Now, that isn't to say there weren't shooters beforehand. I mean, quite well known of those shooters were also by id Software, which was the Wolfenstein 3D game. And both of them were, you know, both of them together are also known as, you know, the first shooters of their, well, the first shooters. It seems that Doom, people kind of forget about Wolfenstein 3D and focus more on Doom um, when they're talking about, one, the shooter that started them all, and also one of the most violent video games of all time, but also for me, one of the best video games of all time. So this segment is the icon of sin, as you may have heard by the fact that you're hearing backward talking. But one of the things about the icon of sin is where I just take a small part, small controversy that might have happened in the past with Doom or might still be happening. Um, And I just sort of give a um, couple of minutes on that and my thoughts around it. One of the main sort of things for uh, the Doom franchise has to be the iconic music. So E1, M1 at Doom's Gate has got to be one of the most most iconic parts of the Doom franchise. It's something that anyone who's played the games at least once will be able to pick up quite easily and know what it is. You know, it's quite an iconic sound. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I used it as the intro. But with uh, Doom E1M1, Bobby Prince, who uh, created the um, sound for it, you know, he wrote the music, did the music and everything like that, gave it to um, id Software to be able to essentially play to the game not exactly used for the game itself. So what ended up happening is that he goes, hey, guys, I've got this great track here. I've got these, you know, this great couple of bits of music. Here you go. Play that to the game. It'll be awesome. But what ended up happening was that Ed took that as, oh, do you mean that you want the game soundtrack, that to be the game soundtrack? So they kind of took it on as the soundtrack, didn't kind of, pay him at the time either what ended up happening is he wasn't too happy about that there was a couple of small cases but in the end he got uh, a bit of a back pay of the royalties he was owed it makes it quite difficult because it's hard to tell with this particular scenario who owns the music there so one of the things that I'm also somewhat worried about using E1 M1 as the intro is definitely got to do with the fact that yeah it's it's not overly clear who owns the copyright if it's id software if it's bobby prince if it's bethesda or xenomax who um respectively own each other um and also um id software if it's no one 
you know, because the game was released well, at least the first nine episodes and the soundtrack around that were released as shareware. So does that mean that that is 100% Creative Commons? I don't know. I'm not a legal person. So it's just hope. Definitely another thing that I love about the Doom franchise, though, um, you know, let's let's get away from the icon sim for a bit and go to one of the sort of most um, interesting things, at least for the first games, um, Doom and Doom 2, was the fact that they weren't released in full... 3D graphics. So they were kind of potato, I will admit. The um, At least for the time, it was amazing. But, you know, you compare it to now, a little bit pixelated and a little bit potato. But one of the things that were interesting about it was that if you were to fire your gun, so um, if you were to fire the gun in a... So long as you were pointing in the direction you wanted, you'll be fine. Now... What that is, is what I'm meaning by that is you weren't able to aim left and right realistically, but you, um, just because there wasn't really mouse support at the time, but you weren't able to, definitely were not ever able to aim up and down. So you would, if you wanted to aim more up, you would just pull yourself back a bit more or a little bit closer if you wanted to aim, quote unquote, down. So what that did was it kind of added a sort of an extra mechanic of oh my gosh, if I want to go and kill this thing that is shooting at me, I have to kill everything around it first, or I will get gangbanged. And no one wants to be gangbanged inside of a game. Um, But what it is, it was a sort of 2.5 dimensional sort of uh, map. And I don't know how to describe it. I'm not a game developer, and I do not understand what they mean by 2.5D. But I think looking at it, it was the fact that, yeah, everything was more or less on a flat sort of plane so like a 2d sort of map so if you looked you know at anything if you just drew a straight line you'd be able to go from a to b that's sort of what i'm meaning by it but one of the things i did enjoy was that the fact the matter was is that you didn't have to aim up and down so you didn't have to go oh i have to you know go and aim for the head and more often than not there their weak point was the head but if you wanted to do so it was the strategy of moving further or um, further t- or closer to the object to be able to quote unquote aim. So one of the things that I quite enjoyed about it because it added an extra sort of level of the strategy as opposed to just going boop with the mouse. It's not something that you have to. I guess you have to worry about it all. So you know, it's a sort of a thing. So one of the things that um, were yeah really good about it was um, all that, but I. There was a couple of small issues. Um, One issue was, um, at least for me, if you're on a raised platform, or even if you're not, um, if you're on a a particular point of this quote-unquote raised platform, the demons below you, no matter how far below they are, could still inflict uh, melee damage. So they could still scratch at you and claw at you, which kind of annoyed me a little bit. But um, I guess another thing was that, um, well, it's not really an annoyance. I actually quite enjoy that, was the fact that you weren't able to jump. Well, they didn't include the mechanic to jump. You know, it was a little bit harder to do. And so what? But you still had to do puzzles where you would quote-unquote jump. But to jump, you would strafe run or just run really you would just yeah run from edge to edge and because it was a sort of 2d map it was a lot easier to run over a chasm if there was a small enough gap between a and b um so you quote unquote jumped by running 
So it was something I really enjoyed about um, that. And New Doom definitely has a lot more jumping, so much jumping. It's basically Mirror's Edge, but with demons. Um, And, yeah, some people are okay with it, some people aren't. I'm sort of on the fence about it, more or less. But one of the things I will have to say is that you can't... I know that some people will port it so that you can jump in Old Doom. It just sort of breaks a lot of the... A lot of the puzzles are broken because of that. It makes it a little bit too easy to do. Um, secrets are a lot easier to find. So, But once again, it is also you know just due to how you want to play the game, um, how that sort of works. But as I said, it's just, yeah, a sort of a thing. Anyway, um, that's it from me, a little bit waffly, I know, but it's definitely, you know, one of the things I like to say is this is definitely one of my favourite games. So so next week's episode will be focusing a bit more on um, the tricks and traps of Doom. Um, so a lot of the weapon balances, uh, you know, between 2013, 2013, no, between 2016 and 1993 Doom, um, you know, a little bit more on jumping versus strafing and a bit more on the porting so once again going on about you know do we or do we not want jumping in um some of the older puzzles but yeah that's definitely it from me catch me next week as i will be talking